And I'm here with Ivan Brennan. Ivan is the new chair of Shlivakti. Um, Shlivakti Drama Group, is that the official name? Yep. Shlivakti Drama Group. Congratulations, Ivan. Thank you very much. I'm <laughs> delighted. That's great. That's great. Just tell me, first of all, Brennan, you're one of the Brennans and your family have a long track record and pedigree in um, theatre circles. Yes, not the bread Brennans, the yeah. theatre Brennans. <laughs> That's us. Yeah, my grandmother yeah. and my grandfather were actors and my dad and his brothers and sisters all um, started in RT radio, actually. Um, as soon as they could read, as soon as yeah. they could hold a script and stand in front of a microphone, they were there doing radio plays and uh, they mostly did that. I suppose my granny was on Harbour Hotel for a long time. Oh, if anyone remembers that? She played what? Mrs. Doyle in Mrs. Harbour Doyle, Hotel. She? She did, oh my yeah. God, I remember I her. remember being very small and people used to ask her to do the voice all the time and she was a very soft and lovely woman but Mrs. Doyle was a very cross woman so we Absolutely. used to always love when she did the voice because you'd never see her behave that way otherwise yeah, so yeah, yeah so. it was great so it couldn't escape you in other words well look it, it's exactly that I suppose you just grow up uh, seeing that going to plays and being in theatres outside of playtimes I think was particularly mm. um, mm. for me something that I loved doing being backstage or up in the lighting box watching shows you know from special places um, and yeah it was something that just always attracted me and um, I really I was so lucky to just walk out of um, college and into loads of interesting jobs I I, I worked for Footsburn Theatre for many years so travelling and um working in uh, very special places all around France and Spain and Portugal. And, and you did some uh, specialised uh, theatre training in France, didn't you? I did. I went to a school called uh, Jacques Lecoq, which is um, a particular sort of... Uh, Jacques Lecoq was an actor um, and a teacher and he sort of developed his own theory of actor training, a lot to do with the body and the space and how the body and space interact. And um, so I did that for a year, which was amazing, brilliant experience. And and a lot of what I do now is still based on what I learned when I was there. Mm-hmm. And you you followed your star professionally for quite a number of years, didn't you? I did. Um, I I ended up uh, working for Footsburn. That was kind of the last. Then I had children and um, uh, that put smacht on me a little bit. <laughs> um, but uh, I do still, every so often, I have a, a theatre company uh, with two of my great friends, Siobhan Donlan and Ruth Smith. Um, and we try and do one thing a year, which we've managed so far. Excellent. Every year we've done something, be it a radio play, for Scarif yeah. Bay or um, a show or something like that. So we've managed to do at least one thing every year um, and we'll continue to tip away at that. I'm um, also in training to be a midwife, nearly there. You've, you've um, swapped one <laughs> theatre for another. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's very funny actually when people say, what did you do before this? And I say theatre, they assume I'm talking about being a theatre nurse. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm doing that at the moment and, and Ruth and Siobhan obviously have other jobs as well. So, And you're about to qualify in about? I'll hopefully uh, mid-September. Oh, great. So you'll yeah. have a, a midwifery. So t- you'll, you'll have a few theatres of operation. Look at <laughs> yeah. all the theatres in the world. Yeah. Great. So, Ivan, you've taken over as chair of Schlivakti. It has been, um, you've you featured yourself in quite a number of their productions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, the last, uh, I think the last thing I did was Sive. I don't know if I'm... I, I'm misremembering now, but um, Alan and I directed Sive, which did yeah. extremely well and was did, yeah. very enjoyable. Um, and then, of course, we had COVID. Um, yes. 
And, you know, um, big shout out to anyone who's trying to make anything or do anything during um, the pandemic. It was, I suppose, immediately it was shut down. And that was very difficult because there was a play ready to go. um, And it was very hard to let go of that. But we were all kind of shut down at the time. So it was sort of more acceptable. And I think the more disheartening bit has been as things open up, as it became possible to do things again, how COVID is still impacting, you know, obviously if you have it, you can't go anywhere or Mm. festivals, you know, are are struggling because sometimes a group will just suddenly not be able to come and there's no slot to be filled and all of that kind of thing. And, And I can imagine groups around the country are the same as us, like putting their heart and soul into organizing, rehearsing, booking slots in festivals, and then just at the last minute not being able to do it or yeah. or a cast member who can't make it and it's extremely extremely disheartening um and and it kind of changed the the dynamic from you know uh, amateur drama is great fun w- yeah. we take ourselves very seriously as well but it's great fun you is, know and yeah. it's a lovely way to connect with people that you might not normally connect with um you know there's a big diversity of age and gender and all of that kind of thing and it's a, i really love the group for that um, but it has been really incredibly difficult in the past couple of years. But you um, did manage two radio plays in that time. Two radio plays, yeah. Mm. Um, and it was the first time Slovakia had ever done radio plays. So we were really happy with ourselves and really delighted to have the slots here in Scarf Bay and all the um, technical support as well, which was something we definitely didn't have. So um, we had great fun and we participated in the uh, radio play festival um, with many of the groups from around the country, which was great. And I hope it's coming back. Great. Um, of course, and, and during that time, there, there was some um, some poignancy attached to, to all that time. Alan was lost just before yeah. the, the, the COVID. But yeah, and he's a real loss to us. You know, Alan was a real driving force in the group and he was a very um, sort of upbeat person and, and he was really in it for, for the drama itself. He would always say, we don't go pot hunting. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. it was like going on the festival circuit because we made a play and we want people to see it and, and whatever else happens, happens, yeah. you know. Um, I'm actually kind of glad that he didn't, you know, see the kind of pandemic and the lockdown and all of that kind of thing. But we do, we miss him so much. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we had La Serena um, in the last radio uh, play. Uh, just fantastic actress I, I had the great pleasure of directing her in the radio play and she was really stunning you know she was so young and she had such an instinct I almost didn't you know she would the way we did the radio play was we whatsapped each other mm-hmm. so I would um, get receive their attempt at one of their speeches and I'd give them back notes and like the tiny tweaks I did with her. She just had such an instinct for it. She was so great. And and obviously she's an enormous loss to the community and to her family. But um, I would have loved more time to work yeah, with her as she, well. She was superb. And so there's a new radio play in the offing. It's been written anyway. So um, always excited for oh, more new plays. Yeah, Can't uh, wait. Mr. McGuffin is going to um, make a return. Make a return. Fantastic. So now you're facing... Um, uh, a new season. Mm-hmm. So it follows a pattern normally for Slivakti, doesn't it? Yeah, so normally around, um, tour, you know, during the summer we we might get in a few readings. We're usually resting after the um, festival circuit closes up around, depending on how far we get, yeah. usually sometime in April. Um, and we usually take a good long rest after that because it's it's very taxing on time and energy. Um, but we do, we usually do a few play readings over the summer, start picking things for our pub theatre, which we usually do around the end of October. Mm-hmm. Um, 
often in Scarif and Ryan's. And uh, then we usually start rehearsing for our festival play. And the circuit then starts um, late February, early March kind of thing and goes on. Then it's kind of hot and heavy for the next month or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's normally what we'd be at. Mm-hmm. Now, this year we're kind of facing a blank page, um, trying to see what, like I was talking about before, you know, it's it's been really, dis- there's been a lot of disheartening events and it's been very hard to to keep on finding the reserves to put time and energy and love and, you know, all of these kind of things into a play when you're not ever sure that it's going to happen. Um, it's something that we never faced before with Slivakti. And this year we're kind of thinking maybe we'll we'll... Um, go heavy on the comedy and see okay. if we can have something, you know, that'll be certainly the, the pub theatre is always uh, comedy. You know, it's yeah. a lot of fun and um, we try and have big casts so that everybody can get involved um, and it's kind of low on tech and set. So yeah. it's just really yeah. for people who want to get out on the stage and have the crack. Um, and that's what the audience is expecting, too. So right. definitely that's always comedy. Um, but, you know, in early chats, obviously, the whole group hasn't sat down yet. Usually the first meeting of kind of September is either the AGM or the reading um, of the the plays that we're proposing for pub theatre. But um, we're kind of talking about maybe trying to do a comedy and I don't know if we're going to go on the festival circuit with it this year. We kind of have to discuss with the group what people think they're able for. Um, but I think just even the thing of rehearsing a comedy is like it's great crack all the time. Yeah. Whereas if you're rehearsing sad scenes or, or even romantic scenes, it's just it's heavy and it's yeah. tough and... Mm-hmm. That's fine if you know that you're going out on the circuit and you're going to present it to maybe six to eight audiences. Um, But I think rehearsing a comedy, at least that'll be fun. And if we only get to do it um, once or twice, then we won't be as disappointed. Maybe we'll see. You know, like I say, the group is kind of a democracy. So we'll just see what everybody's up for. um, And hopefully we'll get a good few plays up this year. When you, when you put actors into a democracy, yeah. it's a recipe for chaos, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why people are reluctant to be the director sometimes, but somebody's got to do it. So um, I suppose you would always welcome new people, new members, people to join. Yeah, absolutely. It's lovely to see new people coming in. And, and often we'd have a year where we'll say, you know, there's been three or four new people and you make great discoveries of people who, who have talent either, you know, um, in directing or in acting. But we'd also love to see people who, who don't necessarily want to be on the stage or aren't sure. We have There's loads of people like that in the group who like to just, um, you know, who like to come to the readings and maybe do a small part in the pub theatre, but are more interested in being, you know, backroom staff. And they're so... we rely on them more than I can say you know it, it is it's it's hard on the actors and on the director the rehearsal process but we're nothing without the people who help backstage who prompt who build sets who help with the props who do all the support stuff like publicity and all of that kind of thing so um, there's loads of jobs for loads of people um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be to do with being in the play necessarily great and um how do how will people make contact? Have you? So through our social media, we have a Facebook. I think we have an Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can always make contact with us um, through those channels. And uh, lots of people will know us kind of personally in the community. Yes. So yeah. anyone that you know that's been involved with Shlivakti, if you know them, just say like, I'd love to come along to something. It's incredibly open. There's no auditioning. There's no, you know, if you come in and you've never acted before in your life and you'd love to give it a go, we'd love to see you. 
um, and and for any of the other roles as well, you know, lighting, sound, all of that kind of stuff. Exactly. There's a a whole range of other expertise and other um, ways people can get involved. Yeah, absolutely. It's huge. Yeah, because some people think, God, I I have no notion of going on stage. But if you've, you know, anything from cleaning and sweeping to putting sets together, taking them down and that and you it's all part of the yeah yeah and it's really like any other group it's just like part of being part of a group and getting to meet up with people meet new people or people who live in the community and it's just lovely it's a lovely relaxed atmosphere and there's no pressure to do anything or to be any level of anything or anything like that so all welcome all (laughs) welcome indeed well listen uh Yvonne Brennan Chair of Slivakti, soon to be fully qualified (laughs) fingers crossed and uh Actor and impresario. Extraordinary. Stop, Jim. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much and have a great season. Cheers. Thank you so much. Bye.